and let the world know that you're watching the birthplace of gospel music. Those of you watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Let your friends know that God is still on the throne and he is worthy to be praised. Come on and sing with us and get your praise on with us. Come on, one more time, sir. I'll break Come on, come on, come on. 
Guess what? What y'all just found out? You can shout and Ebenezer will still sing. I wish I wish somebody would catch that. Yes. You can get happy in here yes, and, the, and the building ain't going to fall down. Yes. You can give God some praise. Look, my whole left side is hurting, but I can still give God. I got a good leg. I can still hop on. I wish somebody would just. Whoa, my God. All right. Come on. Uh, our scripture text, see? Uh-huh. See, the real praise is still hollering. Our scripture text. <laughs> comes from the Gospel of Mark. My, 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 my. Our scripture text comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. Mark, chapter 10, starting at the 17th verse. Mark, chapter 10. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. I'm going to help the two people that need it. Matthew, that is. Mark, chapter 10, starting at the 17th verse. I'll be reading the NIV version this morning. And it reads, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. (laughs) One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Verse 22 says, at this the man's face fell. He went away sad. Because he had great wealth. The word of God is already blessed. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, we know who you are. And today, God, we're going to honor you with our praise and with our worship. God, inhabit this place today. Do something different in this place today, God. There may be some amongst us, God, who are going through right now, God, we're asking right now, God, that if they give you a praise this morning, God, that you would inhabit that very praise and break the shackles off this place today, God. Any spirit of confusion, remove it right now. Any spirit of separation, remove it right now. Let this be a place of worship in the name of Jesus. The word of God is already blessed. Amen.
Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. Uh, to those of you who are worshiping with us online via our YouTube channel and our Facebook Live, we greet you this morning with Jesus' joy, and we are grateful for your presence. And for those who are here in person, praise the Lord for your presence, who have persevered, who have persevered in the midst of all of this uh, to worship and praise Almighty God. We know it's a little warm. That's the elephant in the room. We know it's a little warm, um, but uh, most of us have uh, southern roots, and so we're going to lean on those southern roots to get us through. Amen, amen, amen. If you've ever been down to the south in the church with 
two doors, one in the back and one in the front, you, and windows on the side, you know how high they can be. But we're here to pray, God. We're gonna we're not gonna allow the temperature or anything like that uh, to overcome and depress our worship today. Amen. Amen. It is so good to see you all today. Uh, I want to get a couple of things out the way right now. Uh, Bible study resumes this coming Wednesday. Well, it has already resumed uh, on Wednesday at 6 p.m. on our Zoom platform. Bible study is going on on our Zoom platform, and we're talking about worship. We had a good discussion last week, and we will continue in that vein. Uh, you can get that uh, Zoom uh, number, and we look forward uh, to you joining with us uh, for Bible study at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Amen. Also want to make mention that on Thursday, Thursday, uh, right here in the sanctuary, because of social distancing and all of those things, we will have our church meeting at 6 p.m. on Thursday. Amen. Amen. Look forward to seeing you then. Also, we are happy to announce that uh, Ebenezer has been selected uh, to be a part of a major tour that is coming to Chicago. Uh, the Gospel Industry Network of Professionals uh, will be coming uh, to Chicago to visit uh, all of the various landmarks of gospel music throughout Chicago. And you know they know that you can't come to Chicago and want to explore the landmarks and the various places in gospel music without coming to Ebenezer. Amen? Amen? Uh, and so they are coming um, soon and within the next two weeks. And these will be a group of over 60, I believe, um, uh, industry uh, songwriters and artists and producers and all of that. And they're coming to Ebenezer. They won't be here long, but they wanted to be in the place and in the space. Amen. So, you know, we're going to be getting ready to receive them. Uh, it's not, uh, it's coming up soon, and I'll be talking to the appropriate parties to make certain that we are prepared. Amen. But Ebenezer is uh, on the map because, again, um, we cannot abdicate our claim and our contributions to gospel music. Amen. And can't nobody tell our story like we can tell our story. Amen. Now, I just want to take a few minutes just to say thank you. Thank you, thank you to all of you who helped to make the Vendor Fair an uh, incredible success on yesterday. It was incredible. Uh, the smiles, the fellowship, the fun, the food, uh, meeting new people, networking, the community involvement, all of that uh, was just absolutely amazing. And I received so many uh, comments from some of the vendors and some of the neighbors who were just blown away with Eb Ebenezer and your excellence and the way in which you hosted. It wasn't no drama. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was accommodating. Everybody was working together, spending money that I knew I didn't have, but that it was okay because I was supporting our community. Amen. Amen. And so I just want to say thank you. I, I dare not, won't, don't want to uh, 
call names. I did it a little bit last night on the calling post. I mentioned some groups that, that, that went well beyond. Uh, I want to thank uh, specifically the trustee ministry uh, uh, and facilities management, making certain that that dining room was ready to go. Y'all didn't hear me. Y'all didn't hear me because y'all didn't know how bad a shape we were in. Y'all didn't know how bad a shape we were in, and in a span of a couple, two or three weeks. And y'all will hear more about it on Thursday, but uh, our plumbing was just a disaster. Am I being too dramatic or is that accurate? It was a disaster. And uh, they got it ready and we was able to pull it off. I'm going to invite, I didn't want to call no name except for one name. And that's uh, Dr. Maxine Tolliver. I'm going to ask her to come up here. No, you got to come up. I, I say wave at me. I didn't say wave at me. I said you got to come up. Come up. She can he'll help her up the steps when she she comes. You know what? We have to do a greater job celebrating those among us. And I just wanted a pat. Sister Maxine Tolliver on the back. I wanted her to be able to know how much we appreciate um, her labor and her hard work. And I saw a bit of that principal come out of her yesterday. I'm like, all right now. She was working with all kinds of people yesterday. And I learned I learned here and other places, you want to give people their flowers while they can smell them. So on behalf of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, Sister Tolliver, we want to say thank you for all of the hard work, for your leadership and bringing the 10th annual Vendor Fair, making it an absolute success. We love you and thank you. I am humble, and I am most grateful for all the cooperation that I got from everybody. I'm not going to call names, but you know who you are. Bless you, bless you, bless you, and thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And we want also want to thank Walgreens. Walgreens had uh, uh, some people, uh, personnel giving the shot on yesterday, and um, also, there are persons taking, uh, making uh, reservations for pers- appointments, I'm sorry, appointments for persons to have in-home vaccinations. They did that here at Ebenezer, and I was able to personally thank uh, the people from Walgreens for doing that. Uh, several, a few of our members got the shot, praise God, for Minister King got the shot, finally. He and I are going to have a few words that took this long, but that's his body, right? That's his body. Uh, I just want him to be safe. That's all. And I was happy, too, because one of my nephew came and got the shot. You know, he's in that generation, you know, the 20-something generation that think they're invincible. And I'm just going to eat right and I'm going to do all that, and yada, 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 yada. And we've been trying to, you know, convince him to take the shot and, you, you know, talking to people like your grandfather, you know, had a yada, yada, yada. And, and he finally, finally took the shot. 
and we were excited about that. I mean, he's grown. He's a, he's a young man. He can do what he want to do, but we needed to, you know, hopefully push him, but he came willingly, and uh, we're so great. And that was the, many of the kind of stories that we heard yesterday. So, Ebenezer, thank you so much for your support. Many, many, many of the vendors absolutely, positively sold out. Sold out. And a shout-out, a shout-out, to the young vendors that were there. We had several 20-something vendors that were in that vendor fair. Sister Rance, uh, Tamara, uh, granddaughter was there, and some other folks were there. Young people, young people. And they were blown away by the hospitality of Ebenezer. I know them more, and I don't want to call names, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and the best is yet to come. And we are excited what God's going to do for the balance of this year. We got some exciting things to share with you. Uh, and to we, all we will say is to God be the glory. To God be the glory. And one other thing. It is amazing what God's people can do when we work together. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Also, I want to say this to the members today uh, and one of our persons who came uh, to be baptized, uh, Christina, is here. Uh, she was scheduled to be baptized today. Um, unfortunately, uh, we ran into a problem with our baptismal pool, and we are not going to be able to baptize her today. And um, to me, that's... that's uh, very, very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. And I take responsibility for that. Wasn't nobody's fault. We just got equipment. They don't always want to cooperate. But I promise you this. We're going to get it done and we're going to get it fixed. And I apologize to her this morning because she had said I had some people that were coming. And she was very, very gracious. Very gracious. But Ebenezer... We cannot afford to be in this kind of position. We are Christians. We believe in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why we are here is to baptize people and to convert people and to uh, be facilitators of that. And if we cannot do that because of our... Okay, we'll talk more about it on Thursday. Okay, is that all right? Is that all right? Remember the last thing I said. It's amazing what God's people can do when we work together.
If you know it, sing it with me. I've got evidence. I've got confidence. I'm a conqueror. I know that I win. I know who I am. God wrote it in his hand for me.
If you got the victory, come on, give God some praise. Do you know what your name is? Do you know what your name is? Come on, come on, come on, come on. If you know your name is victory, put your hands together and give God some praise this morning. See, you sitting there looking at me funny. Come on. mentioned it that we were talking about worship on Wednesday and I had forgotten just that quick 
And I'm glad he mentioned it because, see, what we need to remember is I think sometimes we take for granted. We take for granted what a privilege it is. Come on now. To be able to come to a place and worship. I, I know I'm, 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 look, I'm a teacher at heart. We take for granted that we can come to a place. Look, I know the pool ain't working, but you can still come to a place. I know it's hot, but we can still come to a place. And see, we forget that we're the privilege. And so don't the song say what a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. If I had just two or three folks who, who recognize it's a privilege to be able to come in the house of the Lord. Hey, look, maybe ain't none of y'all sin this week. Maybe your week's been perfect and, and you feel like God should be privileged to have you here. But see, those of us who know we only hear by the grace of God. So if the cameras had to tell your story. Justin, and I'm going to go on with the program. It's better to praise them while you have the chance. While you have the opportunity. While there's still breath in your body. While you still can breathe in and out. Because see, once you stretch out, praising time is over for you. Because see, when you stretch out, now you got to give an account. And that's going to be you and God. And here is the difference. You don't get to talk when you get up there. I wish I had some help. You don't get to plead your case once you get up there. Because all he's going to do is open the book. And he's going to say, well, a big trooper. I see on August the 8th, you had a chance to praise me, but you just sat there and looked at me crazy. Deacon Eric, you had a chance to wave your hand, but you just sat there and looked crazy. But then for those of you who recognize that next Sunday ain't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah. God, it's just been too good for me to sit on it. I'm sorry. I just. Because some folks said, well, you know, I could have been this, but truth be told, I shouldn't be here. If we were honest. With our sinful selves, we should have been taken out alone. It's offering time. Let me move on. I'm, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless God. Come on. Come on. Bless God. It's, it's offering time. It's offering time. My God, help me. It's offering time. You can give right now. The options are on your screen. 
You can go to EbenezerBronzeville.org and hit the Give Now button. Uh, you can also text to give. You can text to give. The number is on your screen. You can text to give. Give what God puts on your heart, not what you think he wants, but what he puts on your heart. You can also mail your tithe and your offering or drop it off right here at 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you again for your presence. Lord God, we thank you for your mercy. Lord God, now we lift these gifts to you so that we may use them to continue the work of your kingdom in this place. Lord God, multiply, increase, so that we may continue to grow and move the way you would have us to move by your spirit in this place. We pray this prayer over our offering. Now bless the gift and the givers. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, musicians, come on.
really want to welcome my visitors here today and uh, happy to see one of our the daughters of Ebenezer or granddaughters of Ebenezer, however you want to say it, Melissa Akalawan is here today. Y'all like, who is Melissa Akalawan? Melissa is the granddaughter of our beloved member, Hilda Sanders, who, is, who rests from her labors. And it, it, is this a, a, a milestone that's coming up for her? Is it today or next week? Next week? This past, and that milestone was? A hundred over, I ain't going to tell her age, and I ain't going to do that. No, she, she still knocked me upside my head. But uh, Sister Hilda Sanders worked in Ebenezer uh, forever. And she was instrumental in the lives of so many people and was one of the persons that loved on us uh, on, and, but, but did not play, did not play. Uh, she held us accountable. Oh, I guess I was the only one. I know there's a few other people here. Loved her dearly. Loved her dearly. And miss her more. And it's so good to see Melissa here with her son that's here as well. Future Morehouse man and alpha man, which is my prayer. Praise the Lord. Oh, he's smiling at that. All right, all right. That's good. Some of you may have seen on Facebook uh, that Melissa repelled. Was that yesterday? Repelled off a 30-story building. Now, was it for Make-A-Wish? The Make-A-Wish Foundation. She repelled off a 30-story building. Repelling means that you climb down. 30 stories. Oh, y'all don't, okay, I guess y'all, I I guess all y'all did that before. My knees shake when I'm up in the balcony. She, she, came down 30 stories to support the Make-A-Wish uh, Foundation. Uh, that's incredible. I don't know how you did it. Uh, I did it once in my life, but it was because I had to do it. That was part of my job. But, uh, but uh, that 30 stories, that's something. That's the, what, what building was that? She climbed down the higher Regency, y'all. The higher Regency. That's a long way down. That's a long way down. I wouldn't even look. But praise the Lord that you came down safely. Amen. That's, that's wonderful. Young ladies doing great things, graduate Spelman College, and amazing, amazing, amazing person. Had the opportunity to christen her uh, when she was in, came into the world. That was me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to uh, lift up during this time of prayer uh, several persons on our sick list. Uh, and who are requesting prayer, lifting up Deacon Chester Coleman, lifting up in prayer Elise Grant, Alfred Moore, can we continue to pray and intercede on his behalf, uh, the father of Vicki and Marnita, continue to pray, continue to pray for uh, Sister Freeman, who is here today and still here, uh, that her recovery is going well and going good. God is able God is able. We're continuing to pray and intercede on behalf of Brother Robert Burns and Willie Grant and Kenneth Sexton, Christine Brown. We are praying for uh, many pegs now at Avantara Rehab, Al Burton and Mary Burton. We're praying for Shirley Anderson, Grace Lee, Deacon Smith, Deacon Jane Smith, who is here today. Uh, We're praising God for that. Reverend Mary Grant. Sarah Phillips, Mary Alexander. Sarah Phillips is in the building today. 
with her husband, King Billis. So good to see you today. Uh, requesting prayer on behalf of Sister Susan Anglin, our director of music, uh, in the loss of her cousin, Milton Creer, uh, in Florida. A uh, very close relationship to her. Um, continue to pray for Burnette, Burnetta Pearson and David Pearson and Mary Sumter. We're lifting up uh, the, the families and the officers, the two officers, the one that was just, that passed away, that was shot yesterday evening, uh, and the second one that is, we're being told, is fighting for his life. And we're lifting up those families right now and those officers right now. Uh, I, I know that there are a lot of things that we can do better, uh, but we, we know that behind those blue uniforms are people, are people, and they are serving our community. And some of us in this room got, get, have skin in the game. We got family members that wear those uniforms proudly and work very hard on behalf of our community. And so when something tragically happens like this, certainly our hearts ache. And so we want to lift uh, those families as well. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful today to be able to come to this your altar, to come and make our, our, our petitions known unto you. God, we come before you because we recognize, oh God, that you have been good to us and that you have been kind to us and that in the midst of whatever we're going through, we have the belief uh, that you will come and see about us, that you will sustain us and that you will lift us up. For those, oh God, of us who are sick and being challenged in our health, God, we ask that right now your hand of mercy would be upon their lives right now in the name of Jesus, for those who are serving as caregivers in the lives of family members and friends, oh God, we ask that you would build them up and encourage their hearts right now through the labor, uh, through the difficulty of caring for a loved one, oh God, while trying to continue to have their own lives, God. We thank you for their sacrifice. We thank you for their commitment. We thank you for their love of family and friends, God. God, we're thanking you for Ebenezer right now asking, oh God, that you would continue to grant us favor. God, you know what we stand in need of. God, you know what's down the horizon, oh God. And we ask right now, oh God, that you would grant us favor, that you would bind us closer together, that we will express more love and more affection for those of us who call this place home, oh God, that you would cause us to be the people you have called us to be, that we just won't talk about it, God, but that we will be about it in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you would have your way in this service, that something that is said, something that may be sung, will break somebody's heart uh, to cause them, oh God, to, to move on that and, and want to make a commitment to you, God. We're looking for souls today, God. We're, we're, we want to spread the good news, oh God. And so, God, in the name of Jesus, we're asking, oh God, and we're asking, oh God, that you would send someone down those aisles, oh God, asking, what must I do to be saved? That they will want to make this place, oh God, among these people, oh God, their home church, God, in the name of Jesus. Pray for our country, God. Pray for our communities. God, you know what we stand in need of. Have your way. This is our prayer. This is our plea. In Jesus' name and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, amen.
worship the Lord, for he's worthy of it, not for what he's done, but for who he is. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many people love God off the day? How many people really love God? Jesus, our Savior, the one who woke us up this morning, the one who started us on our way, the one who gave us the ability to walk through those doors and give him praise. He Love is worthy God. of our praise. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for who you are, Lord God. You're worthy of all the praise, Lord God. Because you're King of kings and you're Lord of lords. You promised us, oh God. Lord God, that you would see us through. Lord God, and you've done just that, Lord God. Oh, when we look back, oh God, hallelujah, when we look back over our lives, we've come a mighty long way, hallelujah. Begin to tell God how you love Him, how you praise Him, how you thank Him. Hallelujah for that food on the table. Hallelujah for the green that's in the pot right now. Hallelujah for the car, Lord God, that you brought us here, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. I love 
worship and adore. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Hey, I love you, I worship and adore you. Just want to Lord, I love you more than anything. I lift my hands in total adoration of you. You reign on the throne. For you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. And I just want to say that I love you more than you sing. I lift my hands in total adoration unto you. You reign on the throne, for you are God, God alone. Because of you, my days are gone. Can I say it again? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Love you more than 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody love the Lord in this building today? Anybody love the Lord in this building today? Hallelujah. Thank you so much for Alpha singing us into the very presence of Almighty God. Amen. It's such a simple song, but boy, <laughs> worship and adore you. We worship and we adore him because we recognize that he is worthy. I, I know I can't be the only one in the room today that realized that God did something for me this past week that I know that I couldn't have done all by myself. He's worthy of the praise. He opened doors for me that I was struggling to open by myself. He made a way in the middle of no way. Anybody love Jesus today? Come on, anybody love Jesus today? Is there a witness in the house? Is there a witness in the house? Allow your days to roll on a little while longer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, come on, church. I love you, Jesus. I 
Come on, come on, one more time, one more time. Tell them yourself. I love you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I hope, I hope against hope that when the record is read on August 8th for you in glory, that God would found you worshiping and praising him for his manifold blessings, for his goodness and his mercy. For his protection. Because he's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me let me go. Let me go. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Let me get to this. already been read into your hearing the gospel according to Mark the 10th chapter 17th through the 22nd verse story of the, the young ruler for a thought this morning I want to speak from the subject come as you are but please don't leave as you came come as you are Please don't leave as you came. This is a very familiar text for many of us. We know the story of the rich young ruler. Yet there are some treasures and truths this morning that I believe can help encourage us on our Christian journey. A rich young ruler came to Jesus asking him, what good thing, what good thing he could do to inherit eternal life? What good thing he could do? And the truth of the matter is there is no good thing that one can do to inherit eternal life. But pastor, he was a wealthy man. He was a young man. His eyes were set on religious matters. He, his eyes were set on teachers, eternal life, and good deeds. He, he had had the look of a seeker. This rich young ruler seemed willing to listen and eager to learn. Seemed to be a disciple in the making. But his story had a dark end. Had to be an incredible scene that day when Jesus was headed to Jerusalem to complete his assignment 
when suddenly this young man came running to Jesus and knelt before him. As Jesus looked at this young man, he saw him, he saw him, and in seeing him, he saw so much promise. He saw an amazing amount of potential. You know, that's why I love the Lord. For the Lord sees things in us that no one else sees. He sees, our, sees beyond our faults. Did you hear me this morning? He sees beyond our hang-ups, our flaws. He even sees beyond our masks, our idiosyncrasies. He sees beyond our attitudes. Songwriter Marvin Sapp said it this way, he saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. Some of y'all missed that. He saw the best in me when all everyone around us could only see the worst in me. You know, Ebenezer, and not only Ebenezer, but the church universal, we have to stop sizing up people who are around us. You know what, the, what we sometimes do. We, we want to qualify those we encounter as to whether they are worthy enough for us to witness or evangelize. We must allow the Holy Spirit to show us their potential. What and who they can become in Jesus Christ. We don't have the right to determine someone else's value or worth in the economy of God. Because the truth is, we are all but filthy rags. This rich young ruler comes running to Jesus, running to Jesus, probably expecting a pat on the back. And Jesus looked at him and beheld him. And the word says he loved him. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all say that he went away, though, sorrowful. Matthew tells us he was a young man. Luke tells us he was a ruler in the high religious class. Mark tells us he was rich. That's why we call him the rich young ruler. Mark also tells us that Jesus beheld him and loved him. He loved him because you simply need to come as you are. Because it's not how you enter, but how leave. You would think at first glance this young man had everything. I mean, after all, he was rich. He was affluent. 
maybe even reading this account this morning, some are even jealous and envious at all he was able to do and to accumulate in his young life. I believe somewhere along his journey, he encountered Jesus and heard the rabbi teach on eternal life. This grew his curiosity, so he is, he is excited to once again see Jesus in his view and hastily run to Jesus. Now, let me pause here for a moment. No matter where we are in our journey, there will come a point in our life where we must come running to Jesus. If you have not yet experienced that moment in your life, the old folks said, keep on living. Because there will come a time where you can't wait another hour. You can't wait another minute. You can't wait even another second. You will come running to Jesus. And Ebenezer, although this young man may have appeared to have much, although he may have appeared to have himself all together, Jesus recognized there was something, something missing. He had much Yet he lacked everything. His life was full, yet he was empty. He had financial security, yet he was spiritually bankrupt. So the question is, if I can't inherit life, eternal life was a good thing, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus has a way of dealing with us in an effort to help us focus on what is really important. You would think at first glance this is a really, a really good question, but in reality, he could do nothing to inherit eternal life, but he could get himself in position to receive the inheritance. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? He knew it existed. He knew he didn't have it. He, he, he knew he wanted it. He came to the right person to receive it. When you encounter Jesus, it's not about how you come. It is about how you leave. This young man's sin was not against his brother. It was against God. Jesus had not asked him about the first commandment, thou shalt have no other God before me. This young ruler had a God in his life. That's why Jesus said for him to go sell all that he had and give to the poor and follow the Lord. Selling, though, everything does not save a sinner. Giving to the poor does not save us. Following Jesus of itself does not save us. That would be nothing more than religion. Judas proved to us that religion does not redeem a soul. This man had to get rid of his little G God. This young man had to understand faith. Then he had to follow Jesus as his Lord and Savior. 
question is, what little God G, little G God, we have to get rid of? It may not be money, but it may be attitude. It may not be influence, but it may be character. Jesus loved him. Jesus knew that this young man had another guy, yet he still loved him. This young man did not love Jesus in return. He loved something more than loving the Savior. Matthew says that he that loveth uh, father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Because the truth of the matter is we don't really properly understand love today. We are in love today and out of love tomorrow. As long as the pastor calls my name, we love him or her. But when the pastor does not call my name, we don't love them anymore. We confuse love with lust. We confuse love with sex and we confuse love with beauty and assets. We love the one we are with. But we need to understand that Jesus must be the priority in our life. We talked this week about worship and how we need to focus on that before we get into this place. That is an indicator of God being taking a priority or having priority in our lives. When we come to worship, we come with different agenda. What my club or organization's business is of the day. What sister so-and-so is wearing or brother deacon is doing. And our focus, sadly, is not on worship. Jesus is not a priority in our lives. When we really love the Lord, we understand that the rest of our relationships will fall in place. When God is first, then he adds and prioritizes all those other things that we seek after. Beloved, let me tell you something. You must love the Lord enough to be willing to get rid of all those things that occupy our lives. And the things are not necessarily tangible things, things that you can touch. It's things that you possess. The text tells us, sadly, this young man went away sorrowful and grieved. We come to into the church week after week after week, or we come online Sunday after Sunday with no change taking place in our life because, Deacon Cooper, we just kind of like Jesus. We don't really love Jesus. We like Jesus. Jesus 
is my boy. Jesus is my road dog, my partner. There's even a song that says Jesus is just all right with me, but none of this will do. You have to love Jesus just as Jesus loved you. Jesus says, you know the commandments. And with an air of disappointment, as if he expected Jesus to tell him something else, he responds, all these I've kept from my youth up. I've done all of this, Jesus. And then he wonders, what else does he lack? Jesus didn't say, well, you've arrived. He didn't say, well done. Nor did he say, you need more decency or uprightness or integrity or courage or reverence. He answers this young man and tells him, go and sell. Not give it away, but go and sell, then give. Jesus had been talking to Nicodemus. Instead of the rich young ruler, he would have said, get rid of your fear of the opinion of the Pharisee. If he had been talking to Herod, instead of the rich young ruler, he would have said, put away your brother Philip's wife. If he had been talking to King Agrippa, instead of the rich young ruler, he would have said, instead of being almost persuaded, you should be fully persuaded to give your life to me. If he had been talking to Pontius Pilate, instead of the rich young ruler, he would have said, stop washing your hands and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. But it was riches that stood between the young ruler and Jesus. Just like most of us, this rich young ruler was unaware of his own faults. I mean, some of us walking around really believe that we have no faults. I can't hear nobody in here. That we don't have no area, not one where we can grow. Suppose for a moment that the wealthy young ruler had never violated the commandments and Jesus presented to them. Suppose that he had never murdered even with his tongue. Suppose that he had not committed adultery even in his heart. Suppose that he had not stolen or even envy. Suppose that he had never spoken less than the whole truth. Even still, he was unaware of his own faultiness. Did you notice that Jesus only presented him with the parts of the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments that deal with man-to-man relationships? The other commandments have to do with God-to-man relationship. This young man had obviously not fulfilled those commands. If he had fulfilled them, he would have immediately recognized Jesus as the Son of God. But he did not recognize the deity of Jesus. And if you don't recognize Jesus, you will leave just like you came. The tragedy is that Though he came to Jesus, just like so many of us come to Jesus, he turned his back on him and went away sad and sorrowful. Could you imagine the unthinkable? He did not get anything out of being in the presence of the Son of God. Aren't we the same way 
today? We see those around us who leave the presence of God every Sunday the same way they came in. They came in hateful, and they leave hateful. They came in lying, and they leave lying. They came here with stuff, and they leave with stuff. Shouting, going on, not move. Shifting in the atmosphere, not moved. Music ministry going to another level, not moved. Stirring altar calls and prayers, not moved. Preachers delivering powerful rhema words, not move. Love it. Come as you are. But please don't leave as you came. For every time you come to church, every time you are in the presence of the Lord, you should leave different. Different. You should leave convicted. You should leave challenged. You should leave contemplative. And you should leave corrected. He went away. That short sentence contains the tragedy and soul. This young man holding his destiny in his hands, having the power to say yes or no, turned his back on the Savior of our souls and refused to follow him. When Jesus answered his question, notice how suddenly his interest, his eagerness, and enthusiasm cools off. In case you are wondering why, it is because he had great possessions. One moment he ran courageously to meet Jesus and knelt at his feet. The next he slowly gets up from his knees and walks away, carrying with him his fine gifts and materialistic heart. He did not doubt Jesus, knew the way to eternal life. He was just not willing to pay the price. There are some things and our own personal inventory, we have to be willing to pay the price. He made a sudden discovery. He, he had never imagined that his riches or his trust in riches stood between him and eternal life. And I wonder this morning, Ebenezer, what stands before, stands between you and eternal life? It's one thing to be disappointed in others. It's another to be disappointed in yourself. Strange, some folks say Jesus failed because he did not win this young man. It was not Jesus who failed. It was the young man. But this is how I understand and define my calling. My calling is not to save anyone. 
because I don't have any power. Power belongs to God. If Jesus did not save all those whom he encountered, what makes us think that we are so gifted that everyone we encounter will come to Christ? So it was not Jesus who failed this young ruler. It was the young man that failed in his decision. He had been concerned to keep the commandments, but more concerned to keep the cash. He bent his knee, but not his will. He bowed his head, but not his heart. He wanted heavenly treasures, but he couldn't give up earthly treasures. Young man, the story tells us, went away sorrowful. Jesus let him go. He didn't say, wait, come back. I'll compromise. Jesus let him go. And he went away. Sorrow. The prayer this morning, when we see our spiritual reflection, when we are truly honest with ourselves that we don't go away sorrowful. Because, beloved, the word reminds us that you, you must love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. Come as you are, but don't leave the same way you came. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. At this time, we're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that want to give their life to the Lord or make a commitment to Jesus Christ. Perhaps there's someone here that would like to make Ebenezer their home. We extend an invitation to you to join with us here, Ebenezer. Come on. Some two people are coming right now. Praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. As the musicians, as the musicians play... Take them to the back and have them come around so they don't have to stumble through our camera. Come on, come on, pray, church. Come on, just, just pray, church. Minister King, that's, that, that's, that's like patty cake praise, right? Let's, let's praise God for two people this morning. Come on, come on. That's right, that's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, y'all know that song. We offer Christ, come on. We offer to you, oh my sister. He will make. information already know their names mr. and mrs. Jefferson you ready okay come on stand right up here just face me there you go you good you good right there you right there Madam Clerk. Church, we have Jaconda Jefferson, who lives here in the city, coming to join us as a candidate for baptism. No. I'm sorry. They're coming, she's coming to join us based on her Christian experience. I like her response. Uh-oh. I've been in the water, praise the Lord. That's the kind of assurance I hope all y'all can do the same. Say, uh-uh, we're going to get this right. All right, praise the Lord. Hey, I know it's a, a small error. I ain't putting you on the spot, okay? A little laugh is good for the soul, right? Go ahead. Church, we also have Derek Jefferson from here in the city also coming to us based on his Christian experience. Amen, amen, amen. Derek and Jaconda, I know. Let me just say y'all something. This is, this is what y'all need to know. We met them because of the summer sizzle. Why do you say that, Pastor? It's because we recognize that we got to do things differently if we want to see some different results. Some of y'all asking, why is Deacon Mayberry standing outside? Because everybody that walks past that street, he invites them to come into this church. The days 
of thinking people just going to come streaming down because this is Ebenezer, and some will. Some will. But we got to do things differently. Differently. If we want different results. I had the opportunity to talk to them both. They've been looking at us, and we've been looking at them. And they decided this day, this day, that they wouldn't like to make Ebenezer your home. We are so happy. We are so happy that you all are here. And we want you all uh, to feel at home, understand that this is family. We have a lot of work to be done. Many of y'all may not know that uh, Derek is in ministry, all right? And um, myself and uh, Minister King will be kind of helping and, and, and guiding him along that way. Uh, let me count. Uh, and, I, and I'm doing this. He has a major speech impediment, but he can sing. like a songbird now why do i say that because you know how y'all do not y'all just other folk right you put it out there so y'all won't say well he passed the pastor he got we all got issues and we have said that we will work with him and do what we can from the ministerial vein to help this brother. Uh, Dr. King, I got to come to you because you a scholar because you got the doctor. Did, didn't, they, did, didn't the word say Moses had a stuttering problem? Oh! But somehow the Lord used him anyway. So we are excited. We're going to get you hooked up with... Um, a new members class. I know we have been, we got to figure something out for virtual because of this stuff that we're dealing with, but we want to welcome to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are excited about you being here. I hope you look long enough to feel comfortable. We've looked long enough to say welcome to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Ebenezer, let's receive them at this time. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Come on. Now, the truth of the matter is, I wish they would have joined last Sunday, because we could have used you at the, at, the, at the vendor fair helping the brothers out. But that's okay. You got away this time. We got something better for you next time. God bless you. talking to Deacon Mayberry. I know we're going to end because I'm, I'm real long and I try to, you know, we've tried to purpose during this pandemic that we would stay within certain parameters um, as best we can uh, because we still have to be, we have to be wise, y'all. They say numbers are going up in a crazy kind of way uh, for the unvaccinated. And, you know, just because people say they've been vaccinated, you know, they don't always tell the truth, right? So we want to be careful. We want to be careful. But I was talking to Deacon Mayberry when we had our morning prayer here, and I was telling him how much I appreciate him being out there. Now, now no, no, no shade on the deacons that's here because they're they in their rightful place. 
But that, that's a testimony being out there. Y'all, y'all, y'all think, think about it. Think about it. Maybe one Sunday we'll, we'll do service out there. I mean, what's the difference? In here or out there, we still going to sweat, right? But that Ebenezer, I just want you to know, this is what we have to do. This is what, it has to be the traditional as, along with the contemporary, thinking outside the box. We had so many young vendors here yesterday, and we were talking to them. We were engaging with them. That's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. So I'm excited. Y'all continue to pray for us. We have church meeting again this Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, and Bible study on Wednesday at 6 p.m. We are looking forward to both. We are excited to share some wonderful news that's happening in Ebenezer. Uh, and then we're going to also talk about the balance of the year, what we're going to be doing. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Again, happy birthday to all the August people. All the August people, you wasn't blessed to be born in July, but we see still good, still good, still good, still good. Amen. Amen. Let's look to heaven. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll need two brothers next week to help with Bud Billiken. Deacon Mayberry needs two brothers to come help him with Bud Billiken parade next week at parking lot. Amen.